Welcome to the Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people. Hello, everybody. This is Scott. And this is Marla. And we're so glad you're back together with us again on the podcast. Yes, the Church Doctors. Oh, what a week it's been. That's right. We've been working hard. We've been we've been suffering in the <laughs> in the valley of why is what Marla calls it. Uh, this is the valley of the why for us right now. I guess we could entitle today's podcast about that. You know, a lot of people have been in the valley of the why and sometimes you don't know the the why, the reason why, but it's it's very important that when you're in the valley of the why that you just keep your focus and you keep taking one step at a time and keep obeying and eventually you'll come out of the valley. Yeah, and I think that there's a there's kind of a a thing that happens especially if you're a believer that when things don't go exactly how you thought it should have go should have went, you know, like you have expectations pretty much and the 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 things that we've gone through in the past three years is different than what we expected quite <laughs> quite a bit and and yet uh we we know better than to just stay and you know hold on to what we expected we you know we've been leaning into God and asking him what what do we do but it's just so uh I think it might be for everybody yeah. you know there's a lot of change going on there's a lot of squeezing and pushing and pulling and i I think God's preparing us to Make us stronger so that we can be better fit for what's uh, down the road for us in ministry and in loving each other. Yeah. You know, we uh, left Oklahoma. We sold our home. We purged to leave our home. We bought an RV, and we thought, well, we'll live in that for until we find a house. And we figured, oh, you know, three months. Our stuff was put in a humongous storage. And... Um, yeah, that didn't happen when we got here because COVID hit right in the middle of all of our move and we got here. And so for the next two and a half years, we lived in our RV with everything in storage, paying on that storage. And it was like, it was just, it was hard because you're like, you can't even get into it. You can't do anything. It, it was like you were stuck, but um, we felt like after the, after we came back from Ukraine and after our oldest daughter's wedding that, um, we needed to do something about it. And we had moved into about six months ago, we moved into a furnished home. So we didn't need any of the things in our storage. So the last two weeks we have been purging this huge, um, unit and into down into a small 10 by 20, uh, unit that we actually still have space in. Um, to put more things in. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of shocked. I, I was too. To begin with, we were like, I don't know if this is going to fit at all. Right? But we did good. We've we did. We've really gotten rid of a lot of stuff. We made a huge uh, yard sale pile and giveaway pile. I had only one meltdown, and that was when you wanted to have me put my rocker in the garage sale pile. And, you know, the rocker had absolutely no sentimental value to me, but it just was a just came to a head, I guess, but I'm more of the one in the family that, I don't know, likes to hold on to things, has the memories with this and that, and, and you're a little more just get rid of it kind of guy. So Back up the dumpster, right. fill it up. <laughs> and so I only had one meltdown. I did good. But then Sunday, we were in church, and we were singing, uh, You Are Worthy of It All, and it was kind of like, oh, all right, Lord, 
you are worthy of it all. What am I, what is the, what is, what's going on? Why are we in the valley of the why? And um, so it just brought me to uh, Matthew 19, verse 29. And it says, for anyone who's left behind their home and property, leaving family, brothers or sisters, mothers or fathers or children for my sake, they will be repaid a hundred times over and will inherit eternal life. Yeah. And uh, other translations uh, add in this life and the life to come. So the the reward isn't just a heavenly reward after we die and we hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. It's a, There's a reward for not giving up. There's a reward for righteousness sake. And so you want to keep keep your keep your uh, keep pressing into God during the the season and uh, keep asking Him. Okay, this is different than what I expected. What am I supposed to do? And so you you uh, you just obey one step at a time. Well, and sometimes you have to let go of the good things that you've got going on in order to get the God things. Yeah, and it's hard. It's really hard. I mean, I'm just be honest. It's hard, um, but the reward is going to be is worth the the hard the worth it all. It's going to be <laughs> worth it all. Well, yeah, that's God's promise. You know, uh, he he doesn't just wind us up like a wind up toy and leave us here in the earth to to figure it out. He's with he's with us. He's he's right here with us, and so, but he doesn't. He doesn't ever leave us in the same spot. He wants us to, he wants us to march forward and 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 go with him in the moment. You know, it doesn't have everything doesn't have to be perfect. To and you don't have to have all the answers. Yeah, sometimes you just have to be obedient. We've done that multiple times in our life where we've just loaded up the, you know, go to a place. Go I'll to a show place you. we don't. Yeah, yeah just I, like yeah, we did that. People once. in the Bible. Yep. So. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, we just we've just been having a really really uh, hard hard couple of weeks as we were trying to purge and and do that. And um, I am happy to announce that we did get out of that storage unit, and we did, and it felt good actually to be in a smaller one. But on the same, you know, uh, in the same sentence, I want to say why. Why did we have to go through that? Why did we have to to purge? Why did we have to downsize again when um, we know there are greater things coming? What does God have up his sleeve for us? And the Valley of the Why is just really perplexing because you want to know why. And and if you stay there, it can be kind of punishing. You so, can, but don't don't do that. Don't don't stay there in that place in in the Why because there's a lot of times. That I've noticed in my life that uh, th- there's a serious why questions that you want to ask, but so- sometimes God's silent on, in those areas. He just wants us to trust Him, and uh, He tests our faith. He ha- He allows us to walk through things that test us, uh, and the the testing of our pace the f- of our faith in involves patience and patience involves waiting <laughs> and waiting brings us right back to what we oh, were man. just talking about i hate the, that part the though. why when 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 does it all add up and so you know the, the old saying hindsight's 2020 well you know if you just 
relax and trust God. I mean, it's like we have Him. He's our promise, right? It's enough. And uh, one of the things that helped me this week when I was feeling sorry for myself going... (laughs) You know, that's what you do when, when you do. You feel sorry for you yourself. Ask why too many times. You don't hear anything. You cry, and uh, but I went and visited a, a gentleman in the valley here that uh, a friend of mine wanted me to come with and, and minister to him. And uh, he's a, a a veteran that's had a stroke, and he lives by himself in this uh, a horrible little shack. Really, that's uh, reminded me of one of the trips I did to the dump in Brazil. Mm-hmm. It's just nasty. It was gross. It was it wasn't fit for somebody to live in, and he's can't get any help from the VA and and uh, this friend of mine and we sat there and just visited with him and laid hands on him and prayed for him and prayed for healing and prayed for. But he's got a really good attitude about it. Kind of an old cowboy guy, so he kind of likes living next to his barn in this little shack. But <laughs> but you know. Uh, I walked away from there through the tall grass and around all the junk that was piled up in the yard. You know, it, it was everywhere, and I just, I just, I just thought, you know, thank you, Lord. You know, I, I, it's kind of the the valley of the why is prone to tripping over complaining. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you just want to complain. You want to throw your hands up in the air and go, wait, I, I'm, I'm gonna. F- full-grown adult. I, I should be able to decide a little bit better than this about how this is working, you know. Right. And then you compare yourself to everybody else, and by the time you get done with all of these why questions and comparison and and uh, depression comes. I yeah. mean, you just, I mean, you, you can go into a full-blown spiral and end up totally out of faith and, and being attacked by the, the lies of the enemy. And so... I think God uses situations like this to bring us closer to his heart and to remind us that we need him in every part of our lives. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe we weren't including him in the parts of our lives where we were collecting too much stuff. Right. And right. when we when we moved and he he was trying to point at things, you know, get rid of that, sell that. You're not going to need it and we're dragging our feet going, "Oh, you know, it'll fit in the U-Haul. It'll be okay." <laughs> <laughs> you know. The two U-Hauls. Yeah. But, you know, it's just like the children of Israel being in the wilderness. Um, we've always told people and we've always believed that there are miracles in the wilderness. And when you're in that valley of why or that valley of the in the wilderness times where it's not it's not fun, it's not um, it's not the happy times, it's not the mountaintop experiences, it's it's the valley times. God is shows himself strong in ways that um you know you could write a book about because he just keeps providing miracle after miracle after miracle for us and he can for you too and he did for the children of israel also and you have to be willing to be thankful for those miracles and to remember those miracles i mean there's kind of a kind of a paradox in in living a christian life and and that is is that in order for God to show himself strong and for the great big miracles to happen in your life, there has to be a great big problem right? in order for the miracle to come and answer the problem, yeah, right? I mean, that's right. usually what we associate miracles with. Is, that's true. You know, the darkness was coming and it looks like it was the end and then bang, you know, God does something awesome. Well, but when we hear those testimonies and we hear people tell stories like that where they had miracle healing in their bodies or the dead are raised or financial 
uh, miracles that happen. I mean, all kinds of miracles that God does and signs and wonders. But uh, when people tell those t- testimonies, everybody's focusing on the fact that what God did, and that's yeah, the woohoo, and He's part. worthy of praise for that. But somebody had to suffer on the Someone way to that the price, miracle, yeah. and so um, we we sometimes pick and choose which part of Christianity we want to keep. Like, I want to keep the good part where God <laughs> comes and He rescues me. Right. I want to keep the part where I'm born again. I know He loves me. And when I go to give away his love, something happens every time and the person gets healed. And, you know, I want that perfect, you know, pie in the sky thing, but that's not, that's not reality. Yeah. Right, at least not right now. And so the, the reality is, is that God's enough yeah. and that he is worth it to worship him in the middle of our why. Yeah. And there are people that have it way worse than us. Oh, yeah. But, but. It, you you feel like when you're in that valley of why that that it couldn't get any worse or or nobody's nobody would understand nobody you know you you start focusing on the nobody else has ever experienced it's the big this lie it's yeah all, the devil always tries to uh, separate you from the herd right and make you feel like you're the only broken one right like and then then he wins if yeah. he can separate you. And make you feel like you're being punished or you've been singled out, then, then, uh, then he wins. Yeah. And we we quit believing that God's got His hand in the middle of it. Instead, though, we we uh, we get serious about going harder and stronger after God during these times. Yeah, that's one thing that I thought of uh, earlier was that. When you're in a hard spot and you don't know the answer and you're not hearing God answer, you you know, go find somebody to bless. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got money, give some money away. If you've got, if you've got some two hands and a strong back, go help somebody move. You know, do uh, go next door and talk to the neighbor that's been locked in and can't get out, or go shopping for them. You know, do something and do yeah. it on a regular basis. Uh, you know, find a nursing home and go sing songs to them. And and pray for them and read books to them, you know. Uh, and and but be a giver. It's not like you just go put a quarter in the slot machine and pull the the arm on the side and you come out a winner. No, this is a, choose to be generous in all seasons of your life. Is what I'm saying. Make make a habit of being giving away something out of your life, and that then when those thoughts of I'm being singled out or this is, you know, well, was me. I it, guess I'll eat so, worms. it sounds so, yeah, it sounds so <laughs> ridiculous because you know that you and God are good and that God can work through you in the middle of your mess, in the middle of when you're trying to figure this all out. He's still ministering. We, I mean, we have church in our house on Friday nights. We were doing podcasts. We traveled to the Ukraine and radio and, uh, you know, praying for people in the valley and going to meetings here. And, you know, uh, we never stopped, Mm-mm. but it wasn't easy. No. <laughs> you know, it, it's not like we like every moment, but you can still glorify God. Yeah. Go find a way to, to make him famous. Yeah. That's so good. And and it's, it, it like you said, it is easy to to get belly button disease during this, to just think about yourself, just look at yourself and, that's, and, that's my uh, yeah. catchphrase for being introspective. Right, right. It, we've got during those times of the Valley of the Why, you have to look out for the uh, look out and bless others. And pretty soon, you're out of the valley. 
Well, and uh, yeah. we're not there yet, yeah, personally, but... but <laughs> I mean, and that's why we're talking about it. Right, because we're there. If nobody talks about the the big why in the valley of the why, and, and nobody talks about, um, you know, there was a lot of time and a lot of living that happened in between all the miracles in, in the Bible. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And and so there's there's mountains, and there's valleys, and there's there's resistance and there's self-inflicted pain but you know that we we make choices that weren't good choices you know and so um i i just have a high expectancy that that we're coming to a a new season a new point you know mm-hmm. there's things are starting to shake together but I, I think it's good that we talk about this because a lot of people don't want to. They'll sweep it under the rug and they'll put on their their facade face that's smiling and oh everything's good. I'm good. You know everybody. A lot of people have the same problem of maybe buying too many crock pots and then, <laughs> like a, somebody that I won't mention and uh, and 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 so Krista did that. Yeah. And of course, she's done a podcast on that. Yeah, uh, with our purging one. Yeah, go back uh, in the list and look for Krista Dunlap and Marla talking about this. But, but uh, she was willing to talk about it. Yeah, and and if and, and if it's happening to us, then it's probably happening to other people. And you know, just to be really honest, it's embarrassing a little bit. And we did it. It's our stuff. Yeah. But you know, and so I think maybe. Uh, Talking about it will, you know, if you need somebody to help you with it, Marla's really good at this. You can call her <laughs> and she'll coach you through uh, how to get through purging. How to, She's good at it. I, I do it. It it hurts. It's it's emotionally exhausting and physically exhausting, but it's it feels good on the other side. Yeah. And um, but it's it's hard in the process. But you have to be willing to let go because, like the song said, he is worthy of it all. Yeah, it's all it's all about him. And and if I'm gonna be so tight fisted about my stuff that I can't do whatever he says the next thing is, then then is he really worthy of it all? That's right. You know, and that that and there's also a mindset connected to hoarding that. Um, that there's not going to be enough and I need to keep what I have to make sure I have enough. Well, that's not true because God's more than enough. It is. It's a He's poverty suppl- mentality. He's our supplier. He said he would uh, you know, meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory, right. not according to our story. Right. Not according to how much we have in our hand. And uh, and so it, it is freeing uh, to, to be able to get, you know, get rid of some things. It doesn't even have to be things, you know, physical things. It could be holding on to memories, holding on to, you know, the past where you, you regret things in the past or you miss a certain season of your life so much and it, nothing's like that anymore. The, the songs aren't like that anymore. The worship's not like that anymore. And people just get stuck holding on to the past and there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. All that was good back then, but you need to to purge some things and walk forward into the light and see what God has. Maybe there's something so rich and so powerful that he has ready for you that you won't even remember what was back there. We used to pastor a church and uh, several churches, but this one in particular that we went to, um, 
I remember multiple times the few people that were there when we took the church over because they had walked through some really hard things. And one of the things they kept telling us was, well, back in the day, or that's not how we used to do it, or we've always done it this way, or, you know, it's always something in reference to the past. And we were there to, to birth something new. And, and God did that, but we had to purge really (laughs) spiritually the mindset of the people there. It's kind of amazing. You know, they, they want a new pastor to come in, but they don't, they want the new pastor to be the old one. The old ways. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, uh, they're great friends of ours still, and that that church is prospering and doing a, a great job, but. But it's but to yeah. say that it's not just stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it is things that we're holding on Tradition. to. Traditions of men stop the power of God. Yeah, and and we can take something that God did in the past, turn it into a tradition, and and it's like we're going to hold God to that line yeah. and say, yeah. you have to respond like this because this is how you did it before. You know, wow. I mean, that's kind of exalting ourselves a little bit high, I think. <laughs> and and uh, so I don't, I don't ever want to put my place in myself in a place where where God has to respond to me because of what I knew about him in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, let God be alive right now and let him lead you in the moment, in in the day, you know. Let let him be fully alive at, just like he is, you know. He's not a god of the past. He's not a tradition. He's the god of right now. It's the old wine skin, the new wine skin. And we want the new wine. We want so we have to be willing to let go of the old wine skins. Yeah. I heard something really good that God's the, the God of yesterday, today, and forever, right? Right. Well but we are only given today to live in. We can't live in tomorrow and we can't live in the past. And so but the cool thing is is that God's the God of yesterday. Yeah. So he can take care of what was in our past. Yeah. That's like good. he can he can heal the things in our past. He can take care of the people that are back there. The broken promises, the broken expectations, whatever happened to you, it's, it, it could be it could be your stuff in storage or moving and like like us, or it it could be anything. But let God be the God of the past. You live in the now and have a hope in the future, and I think that'll help move you mm-hmm. out out of being stuck. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, we're not doing this podcast on the Valley of the Y for anybody to feel sorry for us. We're doing this because we want to expose the darkness and bring light to a situation and to encourage everyone that's listening to, to live in today and keep a focus on tomorrow and to don't worry about the things that, that have had you stuck in the wilderness. Um, move forward. Look for those miracles. Um, be encouraged that you're not going to be here forever if you'll keep your focus on Jesus and make him worthy of it all. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, a mature Christian, you know, stops and says, ouch, that hurt, <laughs> you know, that that was a bad experience or right. whatever it is that you're going through. And then you immediately look to God and go, God, what are you going to do with that to turn it together for my good? Yeah. And when see that's an that's an attitude of gratitude. That's an attitude that's always leaning on God. And I think that's what's kept me, you know, level and pretty much through this, even though it's been strenuous, you know, physically. But you know, I I see God working in it already, challenging other people 
to to do the same thing. We're we're having a big yard sale coming up, and uh, several other families are emptying out their house too, and uh, and so and and seeing how the the hand of God and the provision of God in all this, um, being able to sell a few things and have some cash flow that was extra, you know, for us. Yeah, we were just paying for it to be sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> for three years, yeah. we paid for it to sit. Yeah. And I'm sure there's people that can, uh, that are listening that will say, oh, I've had a storage for 25 years, you know. Well, you know, maybe it's time to get rid of some of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And and make yourself available to God. Um, put yourself in a position where if he said, go do this, you, you have you have no looking back. You're yeah. just like, okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that's that's a healthy thing. So be encouraged today. The valley of the why that maybe you're walking through today will not be forever. Um, be encouraged to know that you will inherit in this in today. Today you in can inherit life. in this life the kingdom of God. That's right. We love you. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for joining us on the Church Doctors Podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at outpouringintl.com.